We preview Big Bash League number seven on the splash today. It's Tuesday, the 19th of December. Yeah, the, one of the biggest tournaments in Australia on the calendar every year gets underway this evening, uh, this Tuesday. I am, of course, speaking about the Big Bash League, the seventh instalment. Hello, uh, my name's Phil Pryor. Welcome to The Splash. Uh, and I'm joined by two esteemed colleagues that cover cricket of all sorts. Uh, Jacob Karoop, how are we? Good, mate. Yourself? Very well. And Christy Doran as well. Christy, the rugby and cricket uh, all-rounder guru. Yeah, I like to think of myself. Very good afternoon to you, Philip. Uh, yeah, and look, uh, you, you two seemed a, a little bit uh, shocked and worried when I asked you to help me preview the Big Bash League. Of course, <laughs> you've both been very focused on the, the Ashes, but that's that's over now. That We have a result, so... We can turn our attention to the most popular form of cricket in Australia now. Oh, I think you're talking to two uh, <laughs> test match uh, enthusiasts here. There's still two tests to go and it could still end up another 5 nil whitewash for Australia. I speak in jest, but I'll have you know that the Big Bash League is the fifth most attended sporting competition in the world. Well, yeah, it, um, it's an, undoubted, an undoubtable success, right? Yeah, a, an average crowd of 30,000 last year. 20 of the 35 games were sold out. Uh, there was eight each for each um, franchise in the pool stage. They've upped it to 10 this year, meaning 43 total games of action. So plenty, uh, plenty to look forward to. The, the tournament runs through to early February the Scorchers are the defending champs. They're searching for a fourth. I think they're everyone's, you know, they're in everyone's sort of top of the list as going all the way. Why do they? Why does this WA team just seem to get it so right in such a, a high variance uh, version of cricket? Uh, they've got a few things going for them. Um, one's Justin Langer. He's an exceptional coach. I think everyone knows that. Um, they've also got something that teams in Victoria and, and New South Wales struggle with is that their their squad, so the New South Wales squad and the Victoria squad get split into two um, yeah. between the Thunder yeah. and the Sixers. Like, not not exactly, but they, you know, a lot of the New South Wales players get split and the, and the Victoria players as well as Western Australia, essentially every WA player plays for the Perth Scorchers. So they got to keep the same group of players together for the entire year. Yeah. You know, builds chemistry. Everyone knows their roles. Um, and they've also got an outstanding set of fast bowlers um, really only second it, like second to New South Wales as bowlers who all go and play test cricket yeah. so Western yeah. Australia will have the best attack in the competition when it comes to pace because you've got you know, Jason Berendorf Jai Richardson David Willey Nathan Coulton a lot of the time they don't all fit into the same 11 yeah and I, 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 would I be right in saying that uh, the way that they manage their roster is quite wise as well because they don't overload their team with uh, with international players. They, they do tend to find a lot of those the best domestic players going around. Well, they've had, they've had a good balance certainly over, yeah. the, over the years. You look at their imports last year, Ian Bell came in and he certainly shored up the top of the order, could kind of go in two ways where if, if he needed to go harder at the ball, he could. But at stages played that rock, mm. uh, David Willey. Yeah. Clearly a good player who who offers a bit with the bat and the ball. Versatility is the, the big thing with them. And, 
and uh, you look at the left armers in the, in the side, there's a, a good mix between right armers and left armers. Even Mitchell Johnson coming back last year, yeah. what a huge success he was, yeah. stepping away from the international game. And then last year, particularly come the final stage, uh, bowled outstandingly Big fast, quick. He, he's, his economy rate was less than six and over. Uh, for 2020 cricket, extremely, extremely impressive stats. Yeah, and if you were going to have a little punt on uh, on who's to win the tournament, um, Perth, Perth are the favourites. But who who who's going to beat Perth this season? Oh, I have Perth were my favourites. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. I think if anyone can do it, uh, I'm going to say Brisbane Heat. Just in the back of you know, Chris Lynn can do amazing things in 2020 cricket, and you know, a, one big Chris Lynn innings could be enough to you know decide a game. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. I, I think this year will, will see a little bit of a change. I disagree with, with, with Jacob in, in the sense that clearly they've got a great batting line, the, the Brisbane Heat, but uh, as we've seen for years, their bowling, they just go for runs. Yeah. They, they struggled to contain 200 at times. Um, I reckon we'll, we'll probably see both the Melbourne teams do really well this year. Mm. Uh, the it, Stars still yet to miss out on a, on a finals Appearance. Yeah, as as far as my um, memory goes, that that that's that's the stat I've got. Yeah, um, on on, on Brisbane's bowling, um, I'd like to bring up one name, which is Shadab Khan. I think okay. spin bowling in the Big Bash in all twenty twenty competitions is yeah. is so important. Yeah, and yeah. in in Shadab Khan, uh, Brisbane Heat have pulled off one of the signings of the off season, and and the better news is Talk, uh, who give is us this some background around him. Uh, he's a young Pakistani leg spinner. Okay. Um, worked with Dean Jones in the in the Pakistani Super League. Um, funny story, he actually he was struggling a little bit in the PSL and then Dean Jones gave him dance lessons. <laughs> said, this this is how you should be running up, follow Dean's steps and, and you'll succeed. Wow. Um, so he did that in his hotel room and then brought it out and now he's, you know, one of the most exciting young leg spin bowlers in the world alongside uh, Rashid Khan, um, who's also playing in the BBL this season for the Adelaide Strikers. So yeah. There's a lot to like if you're you're a fan of leg spin this tournament. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. He's, he's not the only leggy up there either. You got Mitchell Swepson, and the the young yeah. uh, uh, Queensland spinner who, yeah. who, who who toured with Australia this year over in India, and he's exciting and and did really well last year. So you're right in saying that they've got good quality spinners, and we've seen Howard Armour do really well. Uh, he was outstanding last year. So there's a lot of good leg spin actually right throughout this competition. Brad Hogg's still going. Still at the going. Right Brad Hogg's 75. Yeah. Uh, no, he's going strong for the, the Melbourne Renegades. That, that's They're going to be my, my tip, I reckon, boys. Uh, and, and that's a little bit biased. I'm a Renegades fan myself, and they're the perennial letdowns. But their batting lineup looks pretty deep now when you consider that, uh, at least for the second half of the tournament, they've got... Kyron Pollard and Dwayne Bravo right mm. smack bang in the middle. Of course, they generally lose Aaron Finch to the uh, the one-day international format. But then, yeah, when it goes down to, to Brad Hogg still uh, still getting around for them, they've got to be up there with a, a good chance. Oh, certainly. Yeah, and, and they, did a, they did it all right last year. Oh, clearly, they didn't get there in the end, but... One big loss you, in there, wasn't you, there? You've got Hodge, you've got White, you've got a lot of experience. Uh, whether or not they bat in the top three or, or or further down in the middle order, along the likes of Pollard and Bravo, but even someone like a Tim Ludeman who's down who's, at eight. who's done pretty well in the past with the Strikers, and he's over here in Melbourne now. Uh, the, the stars too. You, you think about Peterson, Maxwell, Peter Hanscom's not featuring at the moment for Australia, so you, you throw him in there, and a guy like Jimmy Faulkner who can 
clearly hit a long ball and, mm. and hasn't been in that Australian side of recent times. Luke Wright just continues to come back from England. Yeah, he's a, he's a <laughs> yeah. gun. He's a the mainstay at the top of the world. recruited Ben Dunk too. I believe he's a two-time uh, leading run scorer of this tournament. Yeah, he is. He was last year's leading run scorer and uh, he, he's going all right this year. And um, what He scored what 364 runs at, at 52 last year, which was... Pretty incredible yeah. uh, at, at the top of the order. Yeah, big time. Boys, uh, uh, Jacob, you mentioned Rashid Khan there, uh, the Adelaide Strikers yep. bowler. He He's one of the top tips to lead the tournament for wickets taken. Um, who is your tip? It, would it remain with Rashid Khan or anyone else that you reckon might end up taking just a ton of wickets? I've, I've got a sneaky feeling um, Mitchell Johnson could mm-hmm. be the guy. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, just experience is important in this format, isn't it? Yeah, that and just the fact that when Mitchell Johnson is on, he's yeah nigh unplayable, and you know, so he could end up having a terrible tournament. But if he has a good <laughs> tournament, I think he will top the charts. A boom bust candidate. What about you, Christy? Well, last year we saw Sean Abbott take twenty. He went at nearly nine and over, which is pretty expensive. But if We've seen in the Big Bash, if you can take wickets, then you're pretty invaluable for your, for your side. Yep. He will certainly be up there because he, he, he has a lot of changes in his bowling. He bowls a good slow ball. Chris Tremaine's bowling well at the moment uh, at state cricket. Uh, even someone like an Andrew Ty, who's done very well for the Perth Scorchers over the years. But I think Jacob's right in, in the sense that the leg spinners are going to play a huge part in it. So to all, all three or four that we've named so far, I think we'll take more than 10 records. And Tymel Mills, he's that one with the, the sheer raw pace, isn't Ooh, he? Yeah. Uh, with the Hobart Hurricanes. Lethal. Used to be with the, the Brisbane Heat. Quick, yep. yeah, very fast. Yeah. Definitely someone to Paid keep. more than $2 million dollars in the IPL last season. Really? Yes. Wow. Wow, that's a, that's a fair chunk of cash. <laughs> Boys, uh, who's going to top the run scoring this tournament? I know betting markets have Chris Lynn at the top of the order, but... You'd think the ODIs are going to keep him yeah. out of a couple of those heat games. Yeah, it's interesting because Chris Lynn obviously is coming back from the shoulder injury. I don't think that'll matter too much. He's come back from yeah. shoulder injuries before and just teed off. It will be how much one-day cricket does he play for Australia. Yeah. Um, if he plays a fair bit, then yeah, it won't be him. But if he if he can play, you know, three quarters of the season, I I think he's good enough to top the charts. Yeah, Christy. Oh, look, we, we saw Shane Watson just the other day in Sydney grade cricket, which mm. is clearly one of the, the better domestic or uh, first-class or first-grade first competitions in Australia. And, and well, he made 150, I think, of about 50, 60 balls. Every 15, third ball sixes. went for a boundary. Yeah, mm. so oh, he started very poorly last year for the Thunder. I think he would turn that around. Uh, he was speaking just the other day uh, about the fact that he had allowed himself a bit more preparation in grade cricket leading into this, this tournament. So I think he'll be towards the top. And I know that Nick Badson's been out of form completely for New South Wales. He's averaging about what 20 with 170 runs and a top score of 39 in shield cricket. But I think uh, he's a, a very gifted natural ability at the top of the order, left-hander. He loves this form of the game. I reckon if there's any time to get back into form, it's about now. Shane Watson's going to be so important for the Sydney Thunder this season. They went from you know winning the tournament two years ago to coming dead last 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 yeah, summer, yeah. and that was essentially down to just you know not replacing those runs at the top of the order that they lost in Usman Khawaja and Mike Hussey. Yeah. Um, Shane Watson performing along with Josh Butler. 
um, is going to be so, so key for Defunder getting back on track this year. Yeah, I don't like teams' chances when they're relying too heavily on one or two players at the top of the order in this tournament. But even, we'll so, even someone like a Callum Ferguson is in yeah. great form yeah. at the moment. Great signing by the Thunder, Callum Ferguson. He's not necessarily someone yeah. that springs to mind when you think of 2020 cricket because he plays proper, when we say proper, yeah, but technically yeah. uh, very sound cricket shots. So he'll be in the top four or five. You've got Benny Rohrer. He's been around the track for a long time. We're sleeping on Brendan so. McCullum too. He's going to be opening the the batting with uh, with James Pearson for the Brisbane Heat. Yeah, I think he, he's he had a good be- he had a good tournament in the uh, Bangladeshi Premier League recently. Well, he won. Um, he lifted the trophy, didn't yeah, he? Uh, with Chris Gale going absolutely mental <laughs> in that one innings and declaring himself better than better than the Don. Um, but yeah, yeah, Brendan McCullum's definitely someone who could have a huge tournament. You know, Brendan McCullum and and Chris Lynn at the top of the order for the Brisbane Heat. We say this every year. But if they if those two manage to stay fit and you know aren't too involved on the international scene, then Brisbane Heat can go a long way. All right, boys. I think we we are the actual A team. I know the the cricket podcast just took place. They uh, they reviewed the third Ashes Test. What about Joe Barton, Brett, Brett Jeeves, and Tom Morris? They think they're the the kingpins doing the test stuff, but I reckon we're the, the big dogs. You just have to look at the predictions of the Ashes. Go online if you want, type in your Ashes predictions and just see how far off the mark some of those Muppets are. <laughs> yeah, I, I was one of those Muppets, so don't you don't have to look. Um, <laughs> still time in this series for Christy Doran's predictions to you know, turn and bite on him. But we'll see. <laughs> Definitely worth also checking out the Fox Cricket podcast if you haven't already subscribed to that uh, so the Thunder take on the Sixers tonight at Spotless Stadium. Uh, then it's Brisbane and Melbourne Stars on tomorrow. Hobart and the Renegades Thursday. Uh, Adelaide and the Thunder Friday. And then a double header on rounding out the first uh, week of the BBL tournament on Saturday. The Sixers hosting the Scorchers at the SCG, followed by the Renegades taking on the Heat down at Etihad Stadium. Uh, enjoy your Big Bash, boys. Uh, and in, enjoy your Christmas. Bit of time off? No. No? no there's, no a, there's, a boxing day. there's a Boxing Day test coming up that we have to exactly. you know, get our teeth stuck into. <laughs> well, yeah. Enjoy. Thanks for joining the Splash, lads. Thanks for having us. Many thanks. And that'll do us on today's edition of the Splash. Hope you enjoyed our preview of the Big Bash League. Uh, and until next time on the Splash, until tomorrow when we chat to the number one performer as voted by Fox Sports and Foxtel, the number one performer of 2017, uh, an interview with that person uh, not to be missed. And until then, that's a wrap.